January the 26th, 2024, 2 Samuel chapter 21. Stay focused. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. You indeed are an awesome God. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just with all things being relational. And Father God, we thank you this morning. We bless and praise your holy name. You are worthy to be praised, my God. You are an awesome God in all your ways. And we are your sons, your daughters, Lord Father God. We are at your feet again this morning on this side of eternity, thanking you for another opportunity to give you praise, to worship you, to exalt you, to magnify you and to share your name, your love, your grace with others. Thank you, Father God. We bless you, we praise you, we look forward this day to receiving our daily bread, that you might be honored, glorified, as we walk out the will and the plan that you have purposed for us. Bless your holy name, Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. And family, I thank you today and if this message receives you a little tardy, I, I just want to say again a little longer in prayer this morning. And for those of you who are part of our local congregation here, I would ask that you guys remember because I myself forgot up until this day to pray for our missions, our missionaries that are overseas, the ones who are braving out, bringing God's word, God's will, to those in different parts of the land. Continue to lift them up, family. Continue to lift up our family members, our brother Jared, our sister Rosemary. Uh, there are many of us who have asked for certain prayers. Let's continue to pray one for another, Lord God. Yes, Lord God is on my mind, but I meant to say continue to pray for one another, family. Continue to lift one another up. Let the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous avail because the scripture says that it will. In fact, we've entitled this particular episode, Stay Focused. So that's, that's pretty appropriate for what we're talking about. In fact, let us go right into this word. I think I've spent a little more time than I've expected. And we wanna call this day TGIF or thank God intentionally forever right not thank god not only thank god it's friday but thank god intentionally forever holy spirit lead us and guide us into all truth as we bless our lord god with all that is within us we pray this in the mighty and majestic name of jesus our savior and lord glory hallelujah second samuel chapter 21 stay focused Now there was a famine in the days of David for three years, year after year. And David sought the face of the Lord. And the Lord said, There is blood guilt on Saul and on his house, because he put the Gibeonites to death. So the king called the Gibeonites and spoke to them. Now the Gibeonites were not of the people of Israel, but of the remnant of the Amorites. Although the people of Israel had sworn to spare them, Saul had sought to strike them down in his zeal for the people of Israel and Judah. 
And David said to the Gibeonites, What shall I do for you? And how shall I make atonement that you may bless the heritage of the Lord? The Gibeonites said to him, It is not a matter of silver or gold between us and Saul or his house. Neither is it for us to put any man to death in Israel. And he said, What do you say that I shall do for you? They said to the king, The man who consumed us and planned to destroy us so that we should not have no place in all the territory of Israel, let seven of his sons be given to us so that we may hang them before the Lord at Gabeah of Saul, the chosen of the Lord. And the king said, I will give them. But the king spared Mephibosheth, the son of Saul's son, Jonathan, because of the oath the Lord of the Lord that was between them, between David and Jonathan, the son of Saul. The king took the two sons of Rizpah, the daughter of Ahiah, whom she bore to Saul, Armani and Mephibosheth, and the five sons of Merab, the daughter of Saul, whom she bore to Adriel, the son of Basilei, the Mahalathite, and he gave them into the hands of the Gibeonites, and they hanged them on the mountain before the Lord, and the seven of them perished together. They were put to death in the first days of harvest, at the beginning of barley harvest. Then Rizpah, the daughter of Ai, took sackcloth and spread it for herself on the rock from the beginning of harvest until rain fell upon them from the heavens. And she did not allow the birds of the air to come upon them by day, or the beasts of the field by night. When David was told what Rizpah, the daughter of Ai, the concubine of Saul, had done, David went and took the bones of Saul and the bones of his son Jonathan from the men of Jabesh Gilead, who had stolen them from the public square of Beth Shan, where the Philistines had hanged them on the day of the Philistines, on the day that the Philistines killed Saul on Gibeah. And he brought up from there the bones of Saul and the bones of his son Jonathan, and they gathered the bones of those who were hanged. And they buried the bones of Saul and his son Jonathan in the land of Benjamin in Zelah, in the tomb of Kish his father. And they did all that the king that the king commanded. And after that, God responded to the plea for their land. There was war again between the Philistines and Israel. And David went down together with his servants, and they fought against the Philistines. And David grew weary. And Ish by Benabab, one of the descendants of the giants, whose spear weighed three hundred shekels of bronze, and who was armed with a new sword, thought to kill David. But Abishai, the son of Zeruiah, came to his aid and attacked the Philistine and killed him. Then David's men swore to him, you shall no longer go out with us to battle, lest you quench the lamp of Israel. After this, there was again war with the Philistines at Gob. Then Shabaikai, the Hushite, the Hushthite, struck down Saph, who was one of the descendants of the giants. And there was again war with the Philistines at Gob. And Elihan, the son of Jareh Oregem, the Bethlehemite, struck down Goliath, the Gittite, the shaft of whose spear was like a weaver's beam. And there was again war at Gath, where there was a man of great stature, who had six fingers on each hand and six toes on each foot, twenty-four in number, 
and he also was a descendant from the giants. And when he taunted Israel, Jonathan, the son of Shimei, Shimei, David's brother, struck him down. These four were descended from the giants in Gath, and they fell by the hand of David and by the hand of his servants. Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. Stay focused. Family, friends, a three-year famine caused David to inquire how Israel had offended the Lord. It was common in those days in the Old Testament to attribute such catastrophes to the Lord's intervention, not the devil's. King Saul had breached Israel's long-standing covenant with the Gibeonites. If you remember, and Joshua, these were the ones who deceived Joshua into thinking that they were from a far-off land and yet they were neighbors and he made an oath with them. And although 1 Samuel does not narrate Saul's murder of these Amorites who resided in this homeland of Benjamin, such an act was consistent with Saul's policies. David turned over seven descendants of Saul's house, sparing Mephibosheth. If you think about it, Mephibosheth that was mentioned is the Mephibosheth of Saul's son, not of Jonathan's son. The execution of Saul's kinsmen may have been the reason Shimei claimed David was guilty of bloodshed. If you remember in chapter 16, the guy who was throwing rocks and dirt at them. The second half of, of this chapter is basically a, a catalog of wars against the Philistines. It is a commentary, if you will, on the, on the continued troubles in the reign of David, but also a tribute to God's abiding favor as Israel prevailed over their enemies. We titled this uh, episode, Stay Focused, because we are coming to the last few chapters of David's story. As much as I love David's story, I, I don't want to lose focus of God's story. We often have a tendency to do that with our own lives, thinking so much about what our goals are, our plans and our desires are, that we lose focus as to how our plans should be what glorifies God which is the ultimate purpose of why we are here. Father God, we love you. We desire to, to live a life that is full, that is joyous, that is prosperous and peaceful. However, Father God, we, we know that those are just byproducts of living a life that glorifies you and we thank you for it. We know that within that life there will be obstacles and challenges because, because of the enemy, our adversary. He does not want to see us do your will. Nonetheless, Father God, the joy of the Lord is our strength and greater is you that is in us than he that is in the world. We are more than conquerors because we are in Christ Jesus. Father God, we shall remain focused 
vigilant, yielding to the Holy Spirit, doing your will, fulfilling our calling. We surrender all to you, Father God, and we pray this in the mighty and majestic name of your Son, Jesus, our Lord, our Savior. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Family, do be blessed on today. Do be encouraged. Do remember to be fervent, vigilant in prayer, focused on the things that you started at the beginning of the year. Continue them out. Let the Lord be glorified. And those of you, my friends, soon to be family, for these words may not have been clear to your mind or to your heart, but we know it's because of sin. Sin has blinded us all at some point in our lives. But God, God has said, if you confess your sins to him, he is faithful, he is just, to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If out of your mouth you call upon the name of Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead to pay the penalty, the price for your sin, you shall be saved. Your eyes shall be opened, your ears shall hear, you shall taste and see that the Lord our God, he is good and he is worthy to be praised. And we want to walk with you, family. This journey was not made to be walked alone. It was made to be shared with and in community. If you haven't noticed, all that we read and all that we say and do is based on community. We love you, indeed we do. Grace and peace be upon you. And we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. And in the meantime, family, be a blessing to those around you. Glory, hallelujah.